0: Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and welcome to episode 32 of my Train Your Mind for Athletic Success podcast. I'm pleased to report that this podcast has been chosen by Feedspot as one of the top 20, number 19 to be exact, sport and athlete performance podcasts, and the first that focuses solely on mental preparation. Thank you for your support. This episode is the third of three that explores the vital role of emotions on athletic performance. The topic for today's episode is Emotional Mastery. Sports can evoke a wide range of emotions, from inspiration, pride, exhilaration and satisfaction to fear, frustration, anger and panic, often in a very short time span during training and competitions. I emphasize the impact that emotions can have on you because it has been my experience that they ultimately dictate your ability to perform your best. And achieve prime sport. And if you recall, I define prime sport as being able to perform at a consistently high level under the most challenging conditions. Your ability to perform consistently well is often determined by the consistency of your emotions. In other words, as your emotions go, so go your performances, and your ability to master your emotions. This ability to respond positively to the inevitable challenges you will face in training and competition are again often impacted by your emotional reactions to those challenges. Because of this, your ability to master your emotions gives you the power to use emotions as tools to facilitate, rather than weapons that hurt, your athletic performances. Let's explore this distinction between being an emotional master and an emotional victim. Many athletes believe that they are the way they are emotionally, have little control over their emotions, and there's nothing they can do to gain control of them. If their emotions hurt them, well, they just have to accept the situation because they can't do anything about it. I call these athletes emotional victims, where their emotions control them. They don't believe they can do anything about their emotions. They possess unhealthy and unproductive emotional habits, and their emotions hinder their ability to perform their best and achieve their goals. Despite these perceptions, my work has clearly shown that you're capable of becoming an emotional master. You can gain control of your emotions. You can develop healthy and productive emotional habits, and your emotions can actually facilitate your ability to perform well and achieve your goals. I see emotions as simple but not easy choices. There's a simple choice, because if you have the option to feel bad and perform poorly, or feel good and perform well, you will certainly choose the latter option. However, emotions are not an easy choice because your hardwired temperament, emotional obstacles, and old emotional habits can lead you down the bad emotional road that can cause you to respond emotionally in ways that are both unhealthy and result in poor performance. The choice comes with awareness when old emotional habits arise and choosing a positive emotional response that will lead to good feelings and successful performance. From the 19th century British writer James Allen, self-control is strength, right thought is mastery, calmness is power. Now let's explore more deeply what I mean by emotional mastery. Emotional mastery is not about not feeling, avoiding, or suppressing your emotions. The reality is that emotions are such powerful forces within us That, despite our best efforts to keep them inside, they always have a way of leaking out and hurting us in both subtle and obvious ways. Instead, emotional mastery involves allowing yourself to fully experience whatever emotions you feel, identifying what emotions you're feeling, understanding where they came from, both external causes and internal perceptions, and then expressing those emotions in healthy ways that foster both performance and happiness. The process of emotional mastery begins with recognizing the negative emotional reactions that hurt your sports performances. When you start to feel negative emotions during training or a competition, be aware of what they are specifically. For example, are they fear, frustration, or anger? Then identify what situation is causing them. For example, a series of mistakes, being criticized by a coach, or not feeling supported by a teammate. After training or competition, consider what was the underlying cause of the emotions. This might require you to examine the emotional habits you've developed since you were young. The attitudes and obstacles I explored early in my podcast will help you identify those unhealthy emotional habits. If the emotions are strong and you find that they hurt you both in your sport and in other aspects of your life, you might consider seeking help from a sports psychologist or another qualified mental health professional. A lot of my work, in fact, focuses on clearing these emotional obstacles. Such guidance can assist you in better understanding your emotional habits, how they may interfere with many aspects of your life, and how you can learn new emotional responses that will better serve you in your sport and in your life. To continue the process of emotional mastery in both training and competitions, specify alternative emotional reactions to the situations that commonly trigger negative emotions. For example, instead of yelling, I am terrible, after feeling frustrated after a mistake in training, you could slap your thigh and say, come on, better next time, which should generate both hope and determination. Or instead of screaming at the ref and getting ejected from a game after getting angry over a disputed call, you could turn your back and take several deep breaths. These positive emotional responses will help you let go of the past mistakes, motivate you to perform better next time, generate positive emotions that will give you more confidence and allow you to focus on what will help you raise the level of your game rather than it being dragged down by all those negative emotions. Recognizing that emotional mastery is about developing emotional tools and ingraining new emotional habits, this positive reaction will not be easy at first because your negative emotional habits are so well ingrained. Gosh, realize how difficult it is to change a bad technical habit. Now imagine how difficult it is to change a bad emotional habit. But with commitment, awareness, control, and practice, and the realization that you feel better, and your performance improves with a positive response, you will in time retrain your emotions into positive emotional habits. The result will be a transition from being an emotional victim to becoming an emotional master who now has the tools to not only perform much better, but handle the many emotional challenges they'll face in competition. From Mark Twain, courage is resistance to fear, mastery of fear, not the absence of fear. I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and thanks for listening to episode 32 of Train Your Mind for Athletic Success. And be on the lookout for episode 33 in the near future.